0: My Talkers, we made it to Monday. Last week, we missed Lori and Julia live in studio, but they are back here hanging out with us today. They were in New York City hitting their Gracie Award, having a great time together. But like I said, right now, we're in studio hanging we out, are. having fun. We've got a winner, right, Julia? We have we a winner.
1: Um, this is Kristen Wicks. Nice. Lucky winner. She gets to take herself and somebody with her to come to our um, MyTalks 20th birthday bash, which is Thursday, July 24th. At Lush, which it sounds like we're going to be having a blast there, people. Yeah. So all you need to do to enter, because the only way you can come is if you download our app Mm -hmm. and enter to win on our app, which is simple and easy. By the way, it's so easy to listen to the shows. You can listen to them live. You can listen to them in podcast. However, you want to do it. to the repeat hour today you yes. can tune in yeah. and um we're going to be giving away every day for a while eight o'clock 11 o'clock two o'clock and five o'clock
0: so and just to repeat her mic was not on you can oh. check out earlier today i'll podcast it and i okay. might even post it to the website yeah. but at three forty-five, Lori shared a very very touching story that anybody if you get the chance you should take personal a listen to story, it. Personal yeah. story.
1: Mm. yes yes so okay. anyway, right. congratulations kristen yes. yes now pick a fun guest Hey, julia
2: Is it true? It is true. Just like uh, the day that Johnny Depp, uh, uh, in the Amber Heard trial, that it was found that Amber Heard had defamed him. Johnny Depp, and I told you, I said, then it'll be a couple of days and Disney will call him and his uh, talent manager is going to negotiate an unbelievable
0: deal. I've been
1: saying
2: this myself. Remember, he's been in five Pirates of the Caribbean movies over the past 15 years. And, um... Black Pearl, Dead Men Tell No Tales, which was released released in 2017. Was there, that the last one? That was the last yeah. one, but kind it of, has made millions and millions and millions, billions. billions of dollars. Yeah,
0: they're one of the only billion dollar franchises.
2: Yeah, and I told you, I said he is going to get his job back and he will make them pay dearly for it. Didn't we say that, Grace? Oh yeah,
0: you and I have been from day one. I said that this, this, this him winning this case and you agreed and you were also, yeah. this is going to make him not more famous than he already was, but everything will go back to normal. They
2: want to patch up the relationship because uh, the studio found they pan, they they've already have a draft about Jack Sparrow. Of course, they Johnny will forgive them. He, too, needs money. He will yes, make yes. them
1: pay. And he might have some new behaviors on the set, showing up on time, That's being right. sober, <laughs> knowing his lines. Right.
2: And Judge Penny Ascourt, or whatever her name was, who ruled in the Virginia courtroom yes. on Friday, ruled that Amber Heard needs to the eight point four million dollar judgment stands. Oh, she,
1: even if she's talking about appealing it, she needs to make she some needs payments. to make
2: that payment. Yes,
1: and so that's that is happening there. But let me just tell mm-hmm. you. So his attorney, Camille Vasquez. Oh I'm, yeah. Um, I'm first of all, I'm surprised not surprised about Disney. Um.
2: I'm not surprised be, at all. Because the
1: twenty Money,
2: money, money, yeah, money,
1: money. It's know. all about the The Benjamins. 2017 one, did you watch it, Grant? That oh, was, yeah.
0: It wasn't that great. It wasn't that no. great. But it would just carry on the franchise, which once you get into it, you kind of like it. But with... I mean, Disney would be dumb. Honestly, I hate to say this, not to pounce on him for this, because we saw the social media, the the grass, the following, that, the following the that he had. You put him in a movie, you're going to sell tickets... Instantly. People
1: want to go to support him. Yeah. And and maybe they'll have a better script or something like that. And maybe like better lighting because I'll never forget, um, (laughs) like the third Pirates of the Caribbean or something was so dark. So when Donna was talking about the old man being dark on FX, Uh trying to watch it.
0: I hate when that happens. um,
1: Pirates of the Caribbean, like three. (laughs) Yes. Was so dark. I'm like... And we're watching it at night with the kids, and I'm like, how can uh, anyone- I find
2: that with a lot of the Batman movies, are dark. Oh, they're dark. They're so ball, dark. You, you ball just ball try to ball ball. go to you your settings,
1: you're like, and you're trying to turn it up. I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. I found that with a game I was playing on the airplane.
2: Yeah.
1: The, hide the Find the hidden things. I was really bored.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and I, it was so dark. But anyway, Johnny Depp's attorney, Camille oh, yeah. Vasquez, is fielding offers from law firms in Hollywood. Of course. Um, she's considering a career in media law, writing a book after the Trump Depp Heard trial. um, For at least four big firms are after her right now. But well, she just made partner at the firm she was I at. Know. Yeah, I know.
0: But she's the hottest attorney. She is. She's the hottest thing other than Johnny Depp out of this whole thing. Right? Yeah. No I mean, kidding. She's got more popularity than Amber Heard does. And yeah, I, I, this does not surprise me. Yeah. Now, what
2: did surprise me, and I absolutely scream, I. Well, I didn't scream out loud because I was in the Delta lounge. So I was trying to. It was you know trying to keep my shock and awe. I'm catching up on you know celebrity gossip at the airport yesterday. Looking at Brad Pitt's GQ cover, he
1: looks. Which we've posted. What
2: happened? Well, I don't know. He looks like a wax figure, but slightly melted. We've posted it. (laughs) Horrible!
1: I screamed. It. I did.
2: He looks like somebody also laying in a casket because he's got like a. It is.
1: It's disturbing. It is disturbing. His movie's coming out soon. His new one. He
0: also has a strange resemblance to Ray Liotta. And oh, that's who it is in that photo. He's really pale, and that's how Ray looked at the end of his life. You are—that's who it was. With I could, strong eyebrows, I couldn't figure it yes. out. But that is and it. Sorry, Julia. And also to
1: a man playing a woman. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a man in drag almost.
0: Well, just Doesn't so makeup he?
2: Yeah. GQ, I scoured. They make no references to why the cover photo looks like that. But the thing I was laughing about <laughs> was he admits in the profile that he spent years trying to find a legendary fortune that was supposedly buried under the French Miraval estate.
0: Oh, I That saw he and that.
2: Angelina... Who spent years?
0: Brad Pitt. He was looking for treasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love this story.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It was so surreal reading that. Um, And then the fact he looked like he was lying in a
1: casket. (laughs) Something was off. They'll, I mean, I would have, I would have, if you're it's Brad Pierce, you first photos. of refusal. You have you. PR team that's mm-hmm. supposed to be, that's I mean, thought. your support team is supposed to help you look the best. <laughs> I mean, there's, I put that out there. It was such a lady buzz cow. Oh. There's another one where he looks like a, a Jim
2: Morrison um, oh, yeah. Look-alike having a stroke, chewing his finger while dressed in a bright yellow safari suit. I don't understand, Brad. And hiding out in a spot where they dug up Billy Bats and Goodfellas.
1: Oh, God. Why is he doing this to us I, right now? I don't know.
2: It's extraordinary. And the shirt looks very flammable that he's wearing on the cover. And he's lying down on artificial flowers. He's wearing mascara. And... He he
1: looks like a a mortician has tried to make him look better. You could have gotten. Lori. seriously, this is all true. This is all, Mm -hmm. all, all true. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I got to say something that he, Plan B, executive produced Father of the Bride, which is on HBO Max right now with Jerry Garcia. Everyone's watching. watching. Mm -hmm. He's got Blonde coming out, women talking. She said, um, what's his movie right now? That oh. he's in the. What's, La,
0: well, what? the Lost City of D, he was in. No, as but a what's cameo. the
1: train crash
0: one? Oh, it oh. hasn't
1: come out. Bullet.
0: Oh. Bullet train. Bullet train. Yeah, that hasn't come out. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I mean, how GQ could take one of the most photographic, handsome men? There you go. And turn it into this unphotogenic. That's what i
1: having a problem with.
2: And the and the interview is so bad. I mean, at one time they even talk about if he prefers cold or room temperature water to drink.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. This is like a, this is a New York question because everywhere we went, Grant, would you like um, bottled water flat or bubbly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't let you order, just tap. I'll just mm-hmm. have water. <laughs> oh, I cannot tell you the sticker shock you're going to get. <laughs> okay, which leads me to another story. Can yeah. I date? To, but I mean, is yeah, that, he looks like, terrible. But that interview is Please. dull in and of itself. GQ, you did I not. I would rather know if he was wearing boxers
2: or boots. Yeah, uh, there was even. A, go uh, back to that yeah, question. Yeah, there was even a whole thing on his dreams
1: and nicotine mints. And then this whole stupid story about. Why would he let. Was he, He's trying. He's to been twist. sober now. Yeah.
0: But he's always been a avid smoker, and I think that those nicotine quit, lodgings are a right. way for you to quit smoking, so he's maybe trying to put that out. Still boring as hell. Absolutely boring. as boring. hell. Yeah.
2: Boring as hell. But the photo, you cannot, it's an embarrassment of photos. It's, I don't
0: get it. You could have given me Brad from um, the la- most recent movie he did with Hollywood, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it, Once Upon a Time well, in Hollywood. You could have given me that, Brad. You could have mm-hmm. given me long hair, but Any other Brad than this like you said, Ray Liotta funeral picture. It's really it's, hard oh, to say Oh, you guys,
1: that's morbid. It's, I know, so but the bullet train it's, is coming out August, August, and, August 5th. And I'm sorry,
2: I don't think there's anything more dull than someone describing their dream to you.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> care who it is.
0: Because Your fantasy football team, might unless
1: it is. Part no. of a movie, I would agree. No, Larry, I agree. I don't ever I want to hear. Unless any it was dream. about you, the yeah. S, if you were you in go. it, I had you a dream about it. you, yeah. And we were doing this. But yes, us, forget it. Forget I mean, that could be a fun dream. It could be a sexual, remember? It could be non-sexual. No, but, that's but, right. I mean, that's when you share your dreams, it has to be about the
2: other person. Otherwise, forget it. No one wants to hear your <laughs> I dream. Agree. It's, it's I this agree. boring, even if it's Brad Pitt. Uh. I agree. All right, listen. We come back. It's time for the Dirtlet.
3: Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt
2: alert, dirt alert dirt Hello, Howie. D- long time no talk.
4: Oh, well, welcome back to Thank the Twin you. Cities, you New York award winning jet setters.
1: <laughs> I hope you guys had a lot of fun out in New York City.
4: We, we totally actually did.
1: Oh. It was so fun. Oh. We haven't hung out with each other in a long time either.
4: Oh, yeah, just like hanging out. Besides, Besides Not you.
1: on a boondoggle. Besides yeah.
4: being here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys got to go to the Polo Lounge,
2: which
4: Ye- yes. it, was it as fabulous as its reputation. The it was polo great. Bar, yes, it was it's called wonderful. the Polo Bar, yeah,
2: that yeah. one's called the Polo Bar because it's Ralph Lorenz, that's right, that's right, it was wonderful, yeah,
4: oh, well, congratulations, thank you, Holly. a well deserved rest, but now we must get to the gossip because the mm-hmm. gossip never sleeps, All so, right. there are rumors going around over the weekend that Johnny Depp was being courted by Disney to return to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise for $300 million.
2: Yeah, Grant and I said this after that verdict came in. Disney will be calling and his agents will be going, we're going to make you pay Well, for firing him three days after that op-ed.
4: Now, this was coming from a story Deep within the realms of the internet, from a place called Pop, Talkit, Pop Topic, they said Disney is very interested in patching up their relationship with Johnny Depp and that they are hopeful that Johnny will forgive them retur- and return to his iconic character. Now, i pretty hate- sure
2: that they will, well, or he would. I hate
4: to break it to you. Yeah. Johnny Depp's people told NBC News this is made up.
2: Oh, they did? No. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Well, it's you just what- a matter of time. You give it time. Before it becomes true.
4: Yeah, well, now back in May, Jerry Bruckheimer, who's working on two more Pirates of the Caribbean movies, was asked if Depp would be back for future projects, and he said, "Not at this point, the future is yet to be decided."
2: Right there, that was so that was such an open-ended answer. Yes, very open-ended.
4: Mm-hmm. The Hollywood speak on that is Jerry Bruckheimer was seeing how the defamation lawsuit would be played <laughs> right. out. Right. You know, because in everything in Hollywood, it's always negotiable. It's always everything is always fluid. No one is going to give you give you an exact answer until the contract is signed. Right. So we could be seeing, you know, imagining perhaps he wouldn't be coming back in a starring role, but perhaps somehow his character, Captain Jack Sparrow, gets in just a little bit yeah and mm-hmm. then comes back i mean these expanded universes nothing is ever really truly over that's true <laughs> anymore danny Bonaducci is opening up about a mystery illness that made him lose his
2: ability to speak and to walk i watched was it in a interview this interview what did he have he didn't seem to know
4: Yeah, you know, Laurie, to your point, Danny Bonaduce was on Good Morning America today. And he said that he was battling a mystery illness that left him unable to walk and left him struggling to speak. He told GMA I couldn't walk at all. And uh, he said that his wife noticed something was wrong back in April when she looked really nervous. And she said, you're not saying words. You're not speaking English, which, of course, to him was preposterous because in his mind, I'm speaking things, you know. And so uh, he had a bunch of tests, went to the hospital for five days. The doctors ruled out a stroke, but did not come up with a conclusive diagnosis. He said, I'd seen my dad have a stroke, and it was the same thing. I couldn't walk. I couldn't keep my balance. I slurred really badly. I couldn't remember anything. He said he was hoping for a diagnosis, but he did not get one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I was just like, what? There's no... End to the the story. It was just kind of like he's like, Yeah, this can happen. You know, I I didn't understand any There's of it. There's a
1: lot of weird things happening. Yeah,
2: I guess so. It sounds
1: like a stroke to me. Yeah, it sounds like a stroke totally to me. Yeah, now Danny Bonney.
4: abruptly so this is was... he a radio guy He in is a ra- mm-hmm. seattle seattle okay i think yeah. yeah uh so he just said like i have to take medical leave and i'll share more when i know more so he didn't know at the time in april he still doesn't know mm. what the heck is happening but okay. clearly he wanted to telegraph that he's doing okay yeah so uh thinking of danny today kendall jenner and devin booker spotted
2: together after reports of a breakup Oh, honestly, was well, she posted a thirst trap of herself laying on a sunbed, absolutely naked, laying yeah. on her stomach.
4: <laughs> and she's hanging out with her alleged supposed ex-boyfriend, yeah. Devin Booker. Now, they were spotted hanging out at the Soho house in Malibu, California. Conveniently enough, they were hanging out on the balcony and they were talking. Now, the split rumors, they happened last week and uh, they weren't conclusive, saying, well, maybe they broke up, but, you know, maybe they still like each other and yeah. they're still
2: active on social media. Holly, what do you know about um um Rupert Murdoch texting um Ch- Jerry Hall, I'm dumping you. Mm, mm,
4: mm, How, mm. I mean
2: gosh. Yeah. And so, that she was shocked by it.
4: Yeah. So that happened last week when you guys were gone, that the New York Times broke the gossip mm-hmm. that Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall were splitting and that this was coming to a surprise to their inner circle, so nobody saw this coming, you know, and everyone was really shocked. Now, Rupert Murdoch, the head of News Corp, he's 91 years old, Uh, he and Jerry Hall, she's 65, and sources close to the couple say that Jerry was shocked by the sudden end to their six years together last week, which is interesting, Yeah, very
2: succession-like. Very, it is like a plot out of the TV show.
4: Now, I think if I can recall correctly, sources at the New York Times were also baffled, in as much as News Corp is tightly ran by the family, meaning mm-hmm. that they've crossed their Ts, they've dotted their lowercase Js. Mm-hmm. So this is, wouldn't be a case of Rupert Murdoch dumping his wife because he does because he doesn't want Jerry Hall getting her mitts on any of his News Corp stuff. Like that is handled between yeah. Rupert Murdoch and his children. And so I don't know what kind of arrangement he has with Jerry Hall,
2: but Whoa. something. Yeah, I mean, she was just thinking, "Damn, Rupert, you're finally getting up there." I know, and they <laughs> kind of looked like they were happy together. They
1: did look happy together. That's what I Even don't though understand. They were that, yeah, yeah,
2: you know, whatever. But I'm wondering if he's met another younger woman. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's like, that's the thought of that for a second.
4: You know? Yeah. Oh, he is
2: worth eighteen billion dollars. But he's also Rupert Murdoch. Right. No, you Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, just, I know.
4: I'm just putting that one yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Um so who knows? Yeah, but you know, to your to your point, Julia, Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall genuinely looked like perhaps they enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. Just on a, on a level of we like to go to St. Bart's. And vacation together. Yeah, and
2: and she wasn't, she was 20 years older than Wendy Deng. I know. I mean, it felt almost age appropriate. Yeah, Rupert was 50 years older than than, uh, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed like there'd be more compatibility at that age of life. It looked fun. It
1: looked exciting for both of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look at what we discovered. Mm hmm.
4: Well, yeah, and so and Jerry Hall, you know, I mean, she's been around, she has experience, and I say that not in like the the, the sexual way, which I'm sure maybe she does, but just in the world. Yes. Being the partner of Nick Jagger for X amount of years, being a supermodel right. and glamorous person in your mm-hmm. own right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. I think the the two of them are gonna be okay though. Yeah. Probably. But that is
2: rude. Rude.
4: (laughs) Dumping your spouse via a text message or an email that you probably didn't even write yourself. You had one of your communications teams drafted for you. That's exactly right. That is rude. Uh, Something that's not rude and that uh, we have to look forward to next month is Thor Love and Thunder, in which Chris Hemsworth appears nude.
2: I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I like the beautiful. Thor movies. I've liked I them. Do, this you one loved look, them, Lori. I loved them, but I don't know the trailer I saw for this one.
1: What? What's wrong? It
2: doesn't look good. Really. Well, Chris Hemsworth looks good. That's he looks good. a
4: consolation, and he's talking <laughs> about being naked on the set of Thor, Love and Thunder, and apparently his co-star Russell Crowe was
2: comforting him while filming nude scenes. I just can't, I didn't even know Russell Crowe was going to be in this movie.
4: He is in this movie, and Chris Hemsworth joked that Russell Crowe also went naked from the waist down when Chris Hemsworth was on set, n- n- Nudie Patootie. <laughs> yeah, so I, the I, kibbles and bits yes. were just
2: hanging right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but now
4: Chris did wear a little uh, a modesty garment. Yes,
2: just a little sock. I don't believe it was little. (laughs) (laughs) He's Thor. He's got a hammer. Yeah, it was for sure a crew length sock.
4: (laughs) Knee eye. The me I well, yeah, as a, it were,
2: a tube, a tube.
4: We'll find out. July eighth, Thor: Love right. and Thunder in theaters.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: Julie just discovered a couple weeks ago that oh. Salt and Peppa sing this song. Let's talk about <laughs> sex, baby. I still have the video to post someday with um, oh. my stupid-looking face. That's okay, so Laurie, Laurie, Lori, they're playing our song. Yeah. Lori. <laughs> okay, so one of the
2: things that um, has always been. Misrepresented, I would say, in certainly movies that are pornographic or or that that are very much for the male gaze, is that the female partner is moaning up a storm, and so a lot of people. No, the moaning, the moaning has gotten out of control. So the University <laughs> as of as Ottawa
1: okay, have set
2: out to measure the female orga- orgasm. And they said moaning, they feel so strongly about moaning that they recommend the word moaning be removed from what is called, Julia, the orgasm rating scale, otherwise known as the OSR, or, and they also want it removed from the BSOS, which is the bodily sensations of orgasm scale. They would like moaning to be removed permanently um, because it's not a valid measurement option. Okay. Okay. I like
0: where your head's at. You like where that's at? Yeah, because, you know, I've had some times where there was no moaning, so that makes me feel better.
2: Yes, moaning (laughs) should be removed as a measure because it's voluntary compared to all the other things that happen because... See, and again, men, they orgasm and they ejaculate. So it's very clear (laughs) what's happening.
1: This is very, this is so the truth. Females have Mm -hmm. very
2: different bodily sensations, just FYI. And um, so uh, they want, they think female orgasm should be defined as measurable satisfaction and moaning should be removed because it is not... A sign of, of uh, anything. Like here, let me give you an example of the 28 items that are included on the orgasm rating scale.
1: All right, give me some of them.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> start easy. Loving. Okay. Um, throbbing. Um, tender. Flushing. Whoa. Quivering. Shuddering. Mm -hmm. Pulsating, right? These are good, peaceful, relaxing, all these things. Make for up a the orgasm rating scale for men for and women? women. No, for yeah. just for women. For
1: women, peaceful. For women. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, maybe after you're so relaxed yeah, after right, you've had an orgasm. Right when you're after. done. Oh okay. my god. Yeah. yeah. my god. Best way to fall asleep oh, no.
1: after. All
2: right. Yeah. You got it. Because okay. they want to answer, how do you measure the female orgasm? And they this was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Okay. And. Um, it, it just, it is, orgasm is still the most poorly understood aspect of female sexual response, partly because of a lack of validated self-reporting measures, you know, because there's so many things. Right. So we've gotten lazy and just thinking the moaning is the way to go. So for people who are faking, you can dial back the moaning if that's part of your fake, faking your orgasm <laughs> skills, uh, it's just not realistic. And of course there's an orgasm gap between men and women where women expect, um, expect less pleasure, you know? I've, so yeah, the, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. Get rid of that. Now let me give you the bodily sensations of orgasm okay. scale. Okay. Um, shivers, goosebumps, of course your nipples are getting hard. You're getting increased blood pressure. Maybe you're breathing faster. Your heart is beating stronger. Mm -hmm. You're having vulvar pulsation, Julia, Mm -hmm. which is always real good. Hypersensitive little man in a boat.
1: I Um, I like to watch Grant's face during this whole thing. And and I think Grant's so happy he got a phone call. He is. He is. (laughs) Overall muscle tension. All
2: these things are, so they are just trying to refine the ORS and the BSOS to be effective measures of female orgasm. Anytime someone has a study or money and they get volunteers who will do this, but they want moaning, throw it out. Take it out. Mm -hmm. Also, don't forget, uh, you know, in the BSOS, you know, you can get a headache from having too many orgasms or too fast. That's a thing. Okay. Oh, it's like brain
1: freeze. Kind of. <laughs> if you facial tingling. Okay. I
2: like
4: that,
2: yeah. Uh, lower limb spasms. Oh, wait a second here. Men. Mm-hmm. Well, um, men. The yeah. toes. The, the toes. Yeah, the to- the, toes, the toes. Yeah. That's a yeah. thing. Right. But men are so easy to measure for <laughs> orgasm. That's true. It
0: that's is true. so easy. Well, we, it's a simple. You're done. You're done. You're either you're not or you're done. That's
2: right. Okay. What else do I have for you? Now, if you can orgasm during sex, because that is a thing. (laughs) If you can. You cannot. Oh, I mean, that does happen. And it, Thank you, it, Captain
1: <laughs> um, oh, Obvious. Well, yes. Oh, in my the, gosh. In the oh new my gosh. movie, good luck to you, Leo Grand, played by Emma Thompson. Every, we're, let's watch this tonight, you guys. She's
2: on a mission to have an orgasm because she, she, she never has. And she's Poor 62 thing. years Poor old. thing. And she hires a sex worker to help her tick off the list of spe- sexual escapades that she hopes to finish by the end of the day. The film is fiction, but her situation is not. Despite what popular culture will have you believe, reaching orgasm doesn't need to be the goal of sex. And some people struggle to get there at all. And um, But placing too much pressure on the big O can ruin sex for anyone, everyone, sex? really. Oh, wow. And people might struggle to orgasm for a bunch of reasons, from not being pleasured in the way you need, or drinking too much, smoking too much, or worrying about it, some you know, mood disorders can make it difficult. Antidepressants can make it uh, difficult sometimes. Um, and it makes, you know, having an orgasm mm-hmm. harder. Yep. And, Certain of course, drinking. Oh, yeah. We know that. Oh, yeah. Whiskey. And me. a lot
0: of drugs. Drug drugs. use can affect that. Yeah, And
2: it's called ano, wait, ano-orgasmia. Sounds like a lovely flower, but really it's not. <laughs> Uh, it's simply the inability to <laughs> orgasm. Anagor- okay,
1: anorgasmia,
2: anorg anorgasmia, anorgasmia. An- uh, Anagor- there's Gors- there's Gors-
1: Gors- people who struggle with that. It That's can mean real. that a
2: person has never reached orgasm, and um, uh, it affects women and people with vaginas more than men. With the Journal for the Abstract Obstetrics and Gynecology estimating, it affects twenty. 20- to 40% of people who have vulvas. So it's a lot. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that is a high number. And it can be situational. Sure. Yeah. You
2: know. Okay. And um, yeah, it can be uh, just for a lot of different reasons. But uh, don't worry. You can work through it and you'll be able to climax again. That's good news. Allow the taboo of sexual pleasure to make you feel isolated and alone. It's a very common issue.
0: Good. By the way, good luck to you, Leo uh, Leo Grand, right? Yeah. yeah. 95% on Rounds of oh, People Samantha. are people loving are this. Loving it. I'm going to
1: watch it tonight. Yeah, I think people I think are, are loving it. Too. Did you guys finish the offer?
0: Got
2: one more one episode. More. The one that episode dropped. Episode
0: 10, yeah. yeah. The,
2: the one that dropped last Thursday. Okay.
0: That's the one I have left, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you watched it? Uh, no, I'm behind.
0: I'm oh, okay. behind
2: on
1: everything. Absolutely yeah. Did everything. you watch Animal Kingdom yet? No, because now
0: we've got four. four. So now we're going to rock out these first four, like two little movies. So yeah. that's going to oh, be yeah. this week. There you go.
1: And you know what else started? Wimbledon. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I already said some things. Don't
2: go online if you don't want to know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Good call. Serena
1: plays tomorrow, though. So I'm kind of excited. I hope she makes a little run for it. Yeah,
0: it's been a while, right? It'll be
1: fun. Well, she got hurt last year Mm -hmm. and really hasn't played since. Wow. And they're letting the really advanced people that will play on center court play on the court ahead of time. Right. So they can get a feel. Good. So we'll see. All right. It'll be fun. Listen,
2: uh, we'll be right back with uh, everything else that we never got to. Big thank you to Michelle. She tweeted us and said, Brad, put, looks like he's 85 on the cover I of the terrible. GQ that you posted. I hated
1: it. I hated it. I know it. It was so, so, so bad. Okay, so I thought this was kind of a cute story about um, Anderson Cooper that he shared about when he knew oh. that he was gay and came out that he, his mom, Gloria um, Vanderbilt, had two, um, a couple gay friends who took um anderson to a play called bent and it was starring oh richard Gere, yes and he said it was his gay awakening when he was 11 years old and um the play is about two gay guys in a concentration camp and it was called bent and he went backstage because he was gloria vanderbilt's son um to meet but the opening, opening o- scene of the movie
2: Is the gayest thing, or the play was the gayest thing he'd ever seen. Yes. And I remember this play was like controversial. Was it when it came out back in the day? I feel like it was because it was Richard Gere in 1977, and all he'd been in was looking for Mr. Goodbar. Right. And then he he goes to play a gay guy. And so, like, people, I don't know. I just feel like in one of the gossip. Things, you know, tabloid, maybe the National Enquirer, there were... Because he'd already... I don't know if the gerbil stories had started by then. Right. We
1: Mm -hmm. don't know what's going on. But so he just remembers, oh, my gosh, going back and seeing Richard Gere without his shirt on. Oh, Lord. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm gay. I'm totally gay. No. Um, So anyway, he, um, he went backstage and he couldn't get the autograph. He was just too nervous. In years, he said, I couldn't speak. I had my playbill, which is like, you know, what you get when you go to see a play. I wanted to get him to autograph it, but I was just too... I was just... I couldn't stop staring at his chest. It was... So, fast forward 10 years ago, I'm interviewing Richard Gere, and I took out the playbill. He still had it? I love that. Oh, my gosh. I told him the whole story, and he signed it. Aw. Yeah, he was on... For a half a
2: second, but it was too much work, on Friday morning, re- Andy Cohen was broadcasting from, from... the
1: Stone Arch. No, not the, oh, the, the I thought Stonewall. You were, Stonewall, yes.
2: In 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 Greenwich, and um, he said that uh, you know his buddy was going to be on, Anderson Cooper, and he had some other people that was going to be on. And for half a second, I thought about going. But then you remembered... Too much work. I'm
1: lazy. I'm lazy. I'm a lazy traveler. I'm a. I'm, it's I'm, too much work. I'm
2: lazy. By the end of the weekend, almost everybody was in. They'd look at me and they go, "Lori, does that seem like too much work?" And I go, "Potato salad. Yes, making potato salad is definitely too much work."
1: Okay, you're so mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. You're so funny. All right, so this I thought was cute, not cute, but I just. You know, if you go back and watch the Go-Go's video, Vacation, i ever where their water skiing. Vacation,
2: not vacation.
1: I know, I called it a vacation, mm. Lori. That's what I like to call it. Mm. Um, but you remember how iconic that video was? Oh, so good. Of them in their cute little tutus, water skiing with their little beauty queen crowns. And they said it was a 14-hour shoot.
2: Oh, I believe it. We
1: were good, but about eight hours into it, we were so bored that we just, in Restless, we just started drinking and they said there were sh- three sheets to the wind in the water skiing sea. Mm-hmm. scene. it's so funny. If you look at us, look in our eyes. We're all cross-eyed and drunk. Oh, my so God. How go the back. hell did they get up on those skis? I, I have no idea. So I want to go back. I want to go back and watch that did one. Did you ever
2: watch that Go-Go's documentary? No. It was no. so good. Was it? It really was. There's
1: so many. I want to watch the Sheryl Crow one. I want to watch. Yeah, but I was loved the Go-Go's. I, I loved that
2: album. I was just, they were... I just thought they just were
1: badass. They were, mm-hmm. they were. Um, a five, a rare five planet alignment begins tonight at ten thirty, Eastern time. So nine thirty our time.
2: As long as we don't have any kind of a Carrington event, the the guy who's on in a, on Thursday who wrote the book Aurora. Oh yeah, that is such a good book. That is now the third favorite book of the year. Yeah,
1: and we have tomorrow. Ellen Hildebrand for her summer one, the Nantucket Hotel. Yeah, that's
2: number one in the New York Times. It's
1: fast. Mm-hmm. So that she, I mean, it's it's a good book. She's on tomorrow at three thirty. Oh, good. So we have two good books this. Yes, week. we do have two good. But books. tonight you can see a five planet alignment of Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter with the and naked Santa. eye. Apparently, live stream. Check outside. Check out now a virtual telescope. What the hell is a virtual telescope? Julia, is that I'm just watching Lori. I know this is a virtual telescope. When you put up <laughs> two of your hands and you look through the hole. But I wanted to remind Lori in particular, Grant, that tonight, um, his favorite, her favorite actress, um, Beanie Felstein oh, from um, Funny Girl, is mm. going to be sitting down with Seth Meyers.
2: Well, I'm, she got I, engaged last week. Yeah, you know what? I bet she's delightful on the couch. She was. We we've seen her in other things. There, she's delightful. She was miscast in Funny Girl.
1: Period. Anyone End of story. Would have been, I think. No, I think Julia. Really?
2: No, she didn't blossom like we see Fanny Bryce blossoming. Oh, sorry. You know?
1: I loved it. Oh,
2: man. I loved That's it. That's because you knew all the songs. And mm. I did know some of them, but they had too many of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's too many. How about Tom Cruise having a life and being at the Rolling Stones? They had two sold out Hyde Park concerts this past weekend. Right, he was Tom there. Tom Cruise was there.
1: How about him having a life and doing something people actually do besides flying a helicopter and running out of a jet? I think he lives. I think he lives in the UK. In the UK, and in also Florida. he lives in Florida. Right, Tampa.
2: You know, St. but Pete. he was there, and the Rolling Stones saying, "Can you hear me knock?" And they hadn't played that in like six years. But all the other cool kids were over in, at Glastonbury. You know. That was a lot of lot of music. And next weekend, Adele is playing Two Nights at Hyde Park, but still no word on Las Vegas. <laughs> hasn't been canceled. Hasn't been rescheduled. <laughs> rescheduled. But she's playing two each burn on I mean, so she's playing, you know, two nights at Hyde Park.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: I know. That would I be know. really fun. I so know. he, you know, his movie is Tom Cruise's movie is done a billion dollars. It's, it's his first lot. bill it's his first billion dollar movie. And he decided since he dethroned Dr. Strange uh, as the highest grossing movie of the year, he would take a night off and go grin maniacally at Hyde Park and watch the Rolling Stones.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, we have big music news, too. Okay. So um, from Sue McClain and Associates, Associates live at, is it Hilde Park? Hildy Park in Plymouth. In Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Um, they have 2022 live at the Hilde. Party in the Park, featuring headliners Gary Clark Jr. and Kelsey Ballerini. That would be amazing. I know when is this? Friday, July 29th, and Saturday, July 30th. Tickets are on sale at sue-mcclain.com backslash-hildy. But there's um, Susan Santo, Kiss the Tiger, Gary Clark Jr., Cold War, War Kids, Kelsey Ballerini, the Bam Perry, Brittany Spencer, and Devon Worley Band. All on that same yes. weekend? Yes.
2: I love that Kiss the Tiger.
1: I know. So this is a big darn deal. And so tell me that weekend again so I can it put is, it on my um, calendar. Friday, July 29th and Saturday, July 30th.
2: That's a busy weekend because Palmer Fest is, is happening that weekend too. That's a lot going on. A
1: lot. That's going to be a
2: very musical weekend. Oh my
1: gosh. I feel like every weekend's a musical weekend. So he's,
2: that's Friday and Saturday. Yeah, All
1: right. that is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, like 24 hours. <laughs> or not 24, only 20, what is it? 21. Mm-hmm. We'll see you tomorrow, cats. Job done. Off you go.